This is The Michael Wall Show. Michael is a speaker, author, and founder and CEO of several companies. His passion is to help families live on purpose and live with purpose. And now, here's Michael Wall. Welcome back into another great show. We got a awesome interview set up for you this show. And this, this particular show, we're actually interviewing a gentleman that is an authority in a variety of different medical spaces. But we're talking, we're going to talk about something that I think is crucial because if you have a cell phone, if you've ever heard of a cell phone, I think you have by <laughs> this stage in the game. It's kind of our main use of information a lot of times in our world today. And, you know, one of the things that we're seeing a lot of is a lot of cell phone usage, obviously, but cancer as well. And is it linked? So we're going to talk about that in our interview segment today. Thanks so much for joining us, though. If you are, are new to the show, we want to welcome you in. We want to take a moment just say thank you for listening. Whether you're listening on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, wherever, we appreciate your comments and feedback, as always. And I always have to take a moment and mention appreciation to our sponsors of the show, which is uh, Wall Private Wealth and Wall Wealth Management, helping families protect, grow, and reduce taxes on their wealth. So you got questions about how to do that, how to protect your wealth, how to grow it, how to reduce taxes. Make sure you go to leanonthewall.com. Again, leanonthewall.com. There's a lot of great year-end stuff. We're seeing a lot of families uh, with those companies save thousands and really even hundreds of thousands of dollars in taxes that we need to be um, utilizing strategy before the year end. Great time to reevaluate what you're doing with your portfolio. So go to leanonthewall.com for more about that. All right, so let's jump in. This interview is actually with Professor Dr. Lee Cowden. He is the chairman of the scientific board. He's a professor of the Academy of the Integrated Medicine. He's the chairman of the Medical Advisory Board of Global Wellness Centers. He's also a board-certified cardiologist, and he's an author of multiple books. Now, again, we wanted to talk about the whole idea of cell phones today and how they are attributing potentially to the increase in cancer. This is a big, big topic. So this is something you're going to want to make, make sure you share this with other folks because this is something that we're all using. And I wanted to bring this interview in because I believe it's something that can help you potentially with your health in the future. And if we, Listen, if we can in any ways add value by bringing guests on that can help you increase your health, we want to do that. So first off, Dr. Lee, uh, tell me, you got all these things going on. How in the world did you ever start into this space and decide you wanted to be in the medical space and, and in particular the space that you're in? Well, yeah, I, I moved into integrated medicine uh, back in the first few months of medical school because I'd moved from arid West Texas down to Houston where there's a lot of uh, it, you know grass and weeds and trees and mold and fungus <laughs> and everything else in the air, and I developed allergic reactions to all that and got uh, went from allergic rhinitis to allergic sinusitis, then infective sinusitis, then bronchitis, and finally pneumonia. Wow. And uh, followed the advice of three different medical school chairmen, and I uh, got progressively worse. And thank goodness my wife's grandmother came to visit us and got me on some vitamins, minerals, and herbs, and I got well. Mm -hmm. I thought, my goodness, I need to learn what this woman knows, and I mm -hmm. take with a grain of salt everything I learned in medical school after this. So it was really a, a self-realization as you were going through the healing process yourself and realized it's not just all about what the medical institution is, is feeding. It's about uh, natural things as well. Is that right? Exactly, yeah. And so I, so I still use some things that I was taught in medical school, but it's, it's a small percentage, maybe 5 or 10%. You know, in the uh, teaching that I do to other practitioners, I teach them how to use uh, electromagnetic therapies from uh, Germany or Russia. I teach them how to use uh, acupuncture from China, how to use uh, herbs from South America, etc. So, you know, all those have, uh, have healing capability. And uh, to think that we have all the solutions in the allopathic medical system in the United States is, is fairly uh, 
uh, ludicrous, actually. Yeah, it, it was, it's interesting to me. I know uh, you've had a variety of uh, really pioneering successful integrative treatments for cancer, Lyme's disease, a variety of other things, as well as co-authored six different books. As far as what you've seen out there, I was really intrigued. We're going to talk a little bit later about cell phone pollution. I think that's so predominant. But as you go and speak, is there any one thing that you see or two things that you see that is continually kind of pops up as questions as, as you go around the board? Well, I think one of the most uh, impactful things I see in taking care of people with physical disease is how often the subconscious emotions impact the physical disease. And uh, Dr. Reiki Hammer in Germany actually figured out that in, in many cases you can actually resolve cancer just by asking the right question the right way. The patient has an aha moment, and then the body starts a healing process. Wow. And, and so if we, if we can tap into that, understand how to resolve the subconscious emotions, I mean, we're, we're not going to usually be even, even aware of those. That's why they're called subconscious. But if you can figure out how to tap into that and resolve that, oftentimes you can resolve physical disease quickly. Now, is that something that you, when you travel, so you're, you're kind of discussing that, teaching on that. How, how do you see the reaction in the, in the medical field? Are most of the people that you're speaking with currently in that side, are they kind of open to the kind of holistic side of life? Or are they saying, no, you know, we have to stay on, the, on just one side of the aisle here? How, how, do you, how is that received, I guess, is my question. Well, in the, in the clinics where I teach, they're already in, uh, into and understand something about integrative medicine and are open to that uh, discussion. Uh, when I have large conferences of several hundred doctors, sometimes there's doctors there that have no understanding at all of integrative medicine and uh, kind of roll their eyes when they hear some of that uh, stuff. You know, the proof is in the pudding, as we say in Texas. You know, <laughs> ask, ask a question and the patient gets a complete resolution of the disease process. It's hard to say that that ha- didn't have any effect. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I was noticing here, one of the books you wrote is create or co-authored, I guess, if you will, create a toxin-free body and home. How important do you see that in our culture today, where we just have so much pollution, uh, not just, you know, from cell phone, which we'll talk about later, but also other things in general, foods we eat, etc. Oh, it's, it's massive. And uh, it, it's estimated that this next generation will be the first generation that lives a shorter uh, period of time than the previous generation. So the toxins are, are so prevalent in the environment that we're developing all kinds of disease processes as a result, uh, can- mm. cancer included. And if we don't do something about that pretty soon, uh, we're going to uh, you know, pollute ourselves into extinction. Now, if someone's out there and they're listening to this and they have cancer current and they're in a, in a, they're in a situation where, or they know someone that has cancer of some degree, uh, and maybe they're not getting the resolution that they want or, or you know, feel they should get or whatever. Are there recommendations that you would have as far as places that they can research or look or maybe one of your books that you would recommend to kind of help guide them along their journey? Well, yeah, I, I wrote the first book on cancer back in uh, 1996. It came out in 97 called Alternative Medicine Definitive Guide to Cancer. And most of the information that's in that book is still applicable today. Mm. It's an 1,100-page book, uh, 2,000 peer-reviewed references from the literature and uh, interviewed, I don't know, 25, 30 doctors uh, that gave their, their own secrets about how they resolve cancer integratively when chemotherapy and radiation and surgery fail. Wow. Okay. So that's going, to be, that's going to be a great guide for people. And if they want to pick that up, that's available anywhere, I guess, right? Amazon, Barnes & Nobles. How could they find that? What's the best way to get that? Yeah, yeah, you can't find it at Barnes & Noble anymore, but you can find it on Amazon. And uh, about three years later, I wrote a, a shorter book. Uh, it's called Cancer Diagnosis, What to Do Next. Okay, and and so the you know either one of those will give a, uh, the person quite a bit of information. The 
the, the bigger book, the first one, Alternative Medicine, Definitive Guide to Cancer, it has a lot more information in it, obviously. It's uh, yeah. 11, 1,100 pages instead of 300 pages. Yeah, so that's maybe not a sit down and uh, have a two-day read, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I know we talked initially, um, Dr. Cowden, about cell phone pollution. Obviously, cell phones, we kind of talked off air. I broke my cell phone. It dropped. <laughs> I won't cast any blame. I'm not saying who did it. Uh, but it did drop and, uh, you know, so I got to go get a new one. And unfortunately we live in a world, I know you do a lot of traveling. I do a fair amount of traveling as well. And, um, you know, it's just kind of become part of our culture, almost part of our, you know, MO, if you will. And so why has this become such a great problem today? Let's start there. Number one. And then number two, what are some remedies or some things that we can do to reduce the level of pollution that we're intaking? Yes. The cell phones, you know, create not just the thermal damage, which is what the government studies, but there's all kinds of other types of injury that occur to the body as a result of cell phones. And uh, a wise person would keep their, their cell phone on airplane mode as much of the time as they can, especially when it's against their body. If you have it out on the desk uh, several feet from you, you can t- keep it on, on regular mode so that you can receive and, uh, texts and, uh, and, mess- and uh, phone calls. But uh, when, you, when you do receive a, a phone call, you know, don't put the thing up against your ear because you're, you're zapping your brain. You know, the incidence of brain cancer is increasing as a result of people using cell phones that way. Mm. And so what you do is you stood, instead answer the, the phone on a speakerphone mode you know, and put it out there about uh, two or three feet and shout at it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then <clears throat> when you uh, so if somebody says, "Are you shouting at me?" Then you can say, "Yes, I am." Yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah you're, when you when you answer the phone the right way, you're educating everybody that that, that calls you, and and so they become a little bit more aware of the mm. damage that they're doing to themselves as a result of, mm. of what you're telling them as you talk to them. You say. I'm answering you from my cell phone. I put it on speakerphone mode. I put it out about three feet, and I'm shouting at it so that you can hear me. But, uh, you know, it's best if we call each other back from a landline in a few minutes uh, so that we don't zap our brains. Mm-hmm. And so when you say, say all of that, they, they, you know, all of a sudden they have a realization that, hey, maybe I'm not doing something good for myself. That's a great point, and that compounding effect. What about, you know, you're seeing this today a lot. You see a lot of people using Bluetooth devices. I'm not a big fan of the Bluetooth device in your ear. I've never used one of those just because of the waves is what I've thought about. But, you know, we see that a lot. And then uh, we also see a lot of people are using Bluetooth, obviously, for their cars or streaming music or whatever it may be. What are your thoughts about those two options as far as technology goes? Well, I think Bluetooth is usually a bad idea, especially the one that goes in your ear. I had a, a, a naturopathic friend out in Phoenix, Arizona, who was using a Bluetooth. I said, oh, that's a bad idea. We shouldn't do that. He said, no, I, 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 you know, I'm only using it about uh, 10, 10 to 12 hours a day, not all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and so, so about, uh, about six months later, he had a brain cancer. Six months after that, he was dead. And, Is that uh, right? Yeah, so it's a dangerous thing, I think, to do that. And uh, I think we should, uh, you know, again, go back to, you know, keeping the phone on airplane mode as much as possible and, and answering it on speakerphone mode. And when you charge it, don't charge it right next to your bed. You know, put it in a, in a distant room, maybe close enough where you can still hear it ring if it rings in the night, if you have to get a call in the night. But but don't keep it right next to your bed charging. Bad idea. It's all about learning. If we don't, uh, if we're ignorant, mm. then how can we uh, make a change in our life? But if we become educated about our health, then uh, then we can make a change and, and make a difference. I completely agree with that. And uh, Dr. Cowan, thank you so much for joining us on the show. 
As always, you can reference uh, the information and go check him out that we spoke about previous and just learn more, uh, to know more, and that's going to help you grow more. You know, it's, it is all about learning. It is all about knowledge, and that's exactly why we do the show, to really help encourage you not only in your life, but with knowledge that can empower you to live a better life, not only motivation, but also information that can help you really live well. And take this to note, re-listen to the show again, and again, share it, because there's going to be folks in your life that obviously are using cell phones, and I don't know about you, but if I can help people in my life and the friends and families that we know uh, reduce the potential chance of cancer, well, that's a massive thing. So share this show, share it around. Hope you have a great day. And as always, the challenge is to add value to someone that can do nothing in return for you, ultimately helping you live with purpose so you can live on purpose. Thanks for tuning in and have a blessed day. 